he's going, man. I'll be outside. Good luck. And here we go. Next seminar up April 14th through the 16th, then June 9th through the 11th. For training camps on the list, we have Omaha, Nebraska with a self-sufficient lifter camp. That'll be May 20th. And in Seoul, South Korea, we have two camps going on in one day. That's on April 9th, starting with a squat camp, then a deadlift and power clean camp. And when you buy both those, you get a $40 discount. For squat and deadlift camps with spots still available, Las Vegas on March 5th, Beaverton, Oregon at Strong Strength Beaverton on March 18th, Queens, New York on March 19th, Phoenix, Arizona at Weights and Plates on April 8th, and Baltimore, Maryland on April 30th at 5x3 Training. So I'll have some spots left for our first ever camp in Mexico. That's in Guadalajara on March 25th, so check that out. And then we just added a three-lift camp on April 22nd in Brussels, Belgium at Brussels Barbell. Starting Strength Gyms continues to sign on new locations. If you want to get an update on what locations might be near you, head over to startingstrengthgyms.com and check out the locations tab. Also, we continue to hire coaches, so if you're looking to change your career or you're in the industry and want to check it out, head over to startingstrengthgyms.com and check out the coaching tab to find out what the criteria is. And as usual, for more information on any of the events that I've talked about, head over to startingstrength.com and check out the right-hand side of the homepage. From the Asgard Company Studios in beautiful Wichita Falls, Texas, from the finest mind in the modern fitness industry, the one true voice in the strength and conditioning profession, the most important podcast on the internet, ladies and gentlemen, starting Strength Radio. Welcome back to Starting Strength Radio. Uh, it's uh, it's me again. And, uh, oh, God, we've got all kinds of fun stuff to talk about today. Uh, we're going to talk to you after a while about, uh, about the seminar, about the Starting Strength Seminar. We know that uh, you've been deciding whether or not to come. And we want you to go ahead and decide to come. So we're going to tell you about how it works and what we do and all the wonderful fun we have at the seminar. And uh, hopefully that will push you over the edge to make your decision. Uh, but, uh, you know, we got some got some preamble to talk about. You guys uh, been seeing how the United States Air Force has been shooting down alien spacecraft <laughs> well isn't it interesting that we shot down an alien spacecraft over canada i like united that, states i like that justin down. trudeau was on tv saying i ordered oh i love that i ordered i love it whenever our leaders say i ordered i'm the one that did it it makes the normies all feel safe i guess or something i don't know but all right, so here's here's the hilarious thing. All right, Justin. So an alien civilization, right? Light years from here, travels across light years of space to get at shot the speed down. of light or whatever the hell to, and they get into the, into Earth airspace and release balloons. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That that then. They allow it to be shot down by an airplane. Right. An airplane. Well, it's perfectly plausible. Yeah. yeah. An airplane that can fly for how long can a can a plane like that fly? A couple of hours. Half a, half a day. 
you know? No, not no. that. Whatever it is. Fighter jets are a couple Fighter, hours. Yeah, it's a couple hours. And it also Three costs hours. hundreds of thousands of dollars to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, uh, that's but, species, but it's species who have mastered... Space master- aliens are using balloons. Yeah, species who have mastered time and space. Yes. Yeah. Unfathomable energies used right. to travel... Massive distances. Massive distances. A rocket. Near the speed of light. <laughs> a rocket. And a rocket takes down their balloon. <laughs> this Wait, that, is not, the mentality of the people we're dealing with. But they're not saying it's it's they're not saying it's extraterrestrials. Who's saying the, it's extraterrestrials? The government's not saying anything. The you know what? The government hadn't shot down a goddamn thing. You know, prove it. Prove it. Has anybody seen a piece of anything the government shot down? The government is lying. Everything the government says is a lie until somebody proves otherwise. They haven't shot down a goddamn thing. Now have they? That's the real interesting thing, yeah. They haven't shot down because they said it, you believe it? Yeah. <laughs> you believe there's a video of the of the very obvious balloon being shot down but uh nothing else the one that well uh, you don't know who shot the video of the well, balloon sure, being sure. shot down oh there, there was a lot of public videos being released but that. there's that, no that was caught on camera there's no video everywhere. there's no video of any of the other events at all no 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 the other ones the no. other ones are just and, is there a video and, of the thing that was hanging under the balloon the object that the balloon was transporting. Is there a video of that or a piece of it? Oh, well, there's pictures of it, but like you said, I mean, who where, took it? Where the fuck did it go? Yeah. It's bottom of the ocean, magically, right? Oh, they got they got videos of them <coughs> pulling that onto a Do boat. They? Yeah. Do yeah. they really? Mm-hmm. I saw I saw images of it. Well, the Chinese well, the Chinese well, admitted you, you, that, that that was their thing, you know, that, that was their thing and that we overreacted. Well, the Chinese but, are lying. Too. But where's where the, the more interesting thing is is these other things. Like what 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 why, where are why are they there? Well, what they're they there doing? because the American public was upset that the federal government allowed a continental transit of a surveillance device, Just and now it for four days. we gotta, by God, do something, right? <laughs> they watched it well, for like we what, gotta what do is. something. They just watched it. What did uh, uh, the nuclear fucking launch sites yeah. and everything else we had? A- after after that and, happened, Buttigieg, Judge, he gave a speech about like whiteness in that was after the train. Yeah, that was after the train. After the train. After derailed. the train, he he gave a speech about whiteness. Yeah. Like our yeah. tri- our chief transportation officer giving a speech about well, whiteness, he didn't, he didn't not about it. transportation, not, not about the fact, but that about diversity, equity. And yeah, inclusion. he didn't even mention the the what, how many train derailments have there been? Four at this point. Well, three. The one in Ohio is the one that's done the most damage. Yeah, right. and they've got vinyl chloride billowing. Well, they did. Now it's been you know quite a few days ago at this point. <laughs> And they decided to burn it <laughs> because it might blow up, in which case it would have burnt it. Anyway. <laughs> let's right? just get ahead of this. So they decided, yeah, let's get ahead of this and let's us burn it instead of it burning itself right. because that puts us in charge, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so, you know, squirrels and deer and dogs and cats are falling over oh, dead yeah. in Ohio. Yeah. And eventually people. And eventually people will be falling over dead yeah. in Ohio. And... Uh, uh, Pete Booty Judge doesn't say a <laughs> not a word. Damn thing. Like about just a 
a transportation issue. Just don't go on TV, The train derailed. Just don't uh, say anything. (laughs) Just don't say, just ignore it. (laughs) Don't get on TV and say shit about it. Just ignore it. And and you guys in the media, y'all ignore it too. Sure, right, right. Isn't that fucking amazing? Yeah. It's, I'm telling I you, I saw that is... it was the worst uh, ecological ecological disaster in the United States history as far as pollution. No shit. That's what they said that was. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a lie then, mm-hmm. <laughs> because everything they say is a lie. It it couldn't have been the worst because they wouldn't have said that if it was. I was wondering you know, what... when you get like <clears throat> the point you made earlier, when the government and the media are in collusion about a story. They're There's distracting you from something else. There's a reason. Yeah. There's something else more important going on that they don't want you that to pay attention to. That they don't want you to. to pay any attention to. Yeah. That's exactly the case. And I'm sorry. Yes, <clears throat> this is what we call cynicism. All right? And if you are not cynical, then you are not paying any attention to what the hell is going on. Right? Yeah. Now, is there another logical response to this whole entire no i just wonder why we're past three fucking years yeah i mean yeah i was wondering why we're supposed to care about the thing you're telling us about yeah why is it important yep for us to be worried about ufos being shot down yeah ufos being shot down space aliens allowing themselves to be shot down right that makes perfect fucking sense (laughs) Yeah, they really haven't cared about mysterious shit flying around the country for the you know, last and then, and then however long. All they, the government all the people are going, care. hey, we can't <clears throat> tell you that it's not UFOs. Right. Yeah. You know, Martians, you know. Remember the War of the Worlds? I do. Remember how that turned out? I remember the movie. The second movie was pretty good. The one with Tom Cruise? Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I like that. That's a damn good movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. The first movie is was I saw it when I was little and it scared the fuck out of me. Yep. It, was, it was that was a scary ass movie. But the cruise movie was a damn good movie. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, it was good. You know, very well. It, it was a damn good. That movie. thing very comes well out of the done. ground in the town square and just starts vaporizing people. That was <laughs> <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. The, the, yeah. And everybody just the like, clothes and dust. Yeah, just you know, dust. shit. Yeah, you're turned into just atoms. <laughs> Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. That was a that's a badass weapon, wasn't it? <laughs> and then the common cold. I guess it's. I guess that's why we all need the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> so that what happened to the Martians <laughs> doesn't happen to us, right? Oh, <laughs> 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 fuck! Uh, all right. Oh, no. Oh, I guess we better go ahead and get on with our project today here. As usual, we're going to start off with a little segment here on the show that we call Comments Comments. from From the Heaters. All right, now, you guys just watched our 200th anniversary show. And it was a compilation of comments from the haters. And this one will go on the the 300th anniversary show coming up here in, you know. A hundred weeks. A hundred weeks. Should we check in on Rusty's mental state after going through a, a year's worth of uh, 
About two years. Two years worth of hater comments. Two years worth of comments from the haters must have had some kind is of it, a profound is it ass effect on you. Or were you? Well, to be honest, I haven't done it yet. I'm just going to do it tonight. Oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> you Sounds what? about right. <laughs> oh, he's waiting to the last minute. <laughs> okay. No, to be honest, though, the uh, first few uh, episodes were in the old studio. Oh, right. So it was real neat kind of seeing the progression of where we're putting cameras. How much better it looks here than in well, the rent Yeah, property. like, like right. just the small changes we made to make the quality a little bit better. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, you get to kind of see a time lapse. Yeah. Photography kind of episode of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like one of those things of the dandelion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all only stuff I remember. I mean, Xanax and whiskey got me through most of it right i found it i find it helpful myself every night (laughs) all right now this is great this is uh rpe and how it's ineffective all right this is one of the most brilliant comments from the haters we've ever had uh somebody by the name of upholstery 1995 (laughs) says rip if you don't understand rpe then just say that <laughs> you know that's never been brought up before right honestly sucks that people will see this video and really think this is an accurate representation of rpe meanwhile elite lifters are using rpe it's unfortunate man all the guys that are going to miss out Trained with somebody who actually understands rpe and trust me you'll get stronger if programming is right if programming is right. <laughs> it's a big if. It's a real big if. Look. All right, look. You poor, simple little thing. Elite lifters can use anything they want to. All right? Elite lifters are a very small group of people that we don't train. Okay, it doesn't matter what elite lifters are doing. But you're not going to understand that, so let's, let's, all right, let's go to our most productive topic. Ooh, trap bar? Trap most, bar. Trap bar. Dividends, man. Yeah. You know, I could have made that entire 200th episode on just trap bar you, comments. You probably could no, have. There's no, there's no doubt I could have. Yeah. No doubt. All right, why Ripito is completely useless with the trap bar. Alternate, more appropriate title. <laughs> Here's another one. You don't know what you're talking about. This is the problem. Any knucklehead can add his two cents. Get knucklehead. <laughs> yeah. The trap bar is not the same as a conventional deadlift. It's a different exercise. If you... All right. It's a different exercise, I, if you know anything, you would know that. Trap bar is excellent for sports and athletes. Because it's so different, right? I wish you would have just said sport. For sport and athletes. Sport and athletes. (laughs) And athletes. Athletics. Athletics. And athletics. For sport (laughs) and and athletics. Shifts the stress off the lower back and becomes more of a quad exercise. Because we don't want any stress on the low back. Why, that's dangerous. Why, that that hurts the low back. Stress. 
right? <laughs> because everyone knows that the only muscles in the whole human body that need to be exercised are the quads. Right. Definitely not the back. Oh, no. Don't stress the back. Because you see your quads the whole time. That's true. You can see. That's true, man. All right. It looks like there is a prerequisite of being fatty (laughs) to start this method. That is the uh, comment from the director's cut hip drive. Right, right, yeah. Yep. Who's he talking about? Me, obviously. Me or Bree. Probably both of us. You and Bree. Yeah. That's the uh, that's the hip drive video. Yeah. Me and Bree. That's what that is. We were the only ones in there. And then look. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Man. All right now. All right, here's some highly this is this is really good. This is another hip drive director's cut. Uh C S Geo Skin Showcase is the author of this okay. well-reasoned <laughs> comment. This video shows no hip drive. She is doing a good morning. Ah. I don't know how we uh, fix that, man. I don't know either. Yeah. Uh, all right, here, Ludex Gundyer, Gundyer. We've had him before. I think so. That, this guy has, yeah, this is, I remember, Ludix. remember the spelling of this. Yeah. He missed uh Why do starting strength coaches look like they just started strength training? <laughs> just because the program was designed for newbies doesn't mean the coaches need to be newbies as well. Yeah, like, Which video is you that? You know, like, uh, this is for owner of two gyms at age 30. Oh, that's Ray and Colby. At Ray Colby and Colby. Yeah. Colby certainly looks like a newbie. He sure does. Little skinny Not fucking Not strong guy. at all. Nope. You know, and they're in fact now that I think about it, you know, we don't have any starting strength coaches that look like they lift. No. Chase. Uh you know, I mean, not everybody looks like Brett Carter. Right. You know. Right. Brent Carter is, you know, he don't take any more pictures of Brent Carter. <laughs> because it results in shit like this. Okay. <coughs> All right. So Luda, uh, Ray felt led of the Lord to uh, respond to this. He responded? Ludex Gundyer, as you mature, you may realize that it's best to compare yourself to your previous self instead of to others. Also, I'm 245 at 6'2 with 17% body fat. I may not meet your aesthetic standards, but I'm much happier than I was at 168 pounds. Ray fucked up. Yeah. All right. So Ludex, of course, Dyer says, of course. I doubt you're seventeen percent because I can clearly see your gut. So you're more like twenty-two. <laughs> In other words, you're wrong, Ray. <laughs> you're a liar. You're being ugly. You're telling lies. I think you ought to be 12% or lower because it's way healthier and coaches need to promote a healthy lifestyle. All right. There I bet you didn't know that 12% was healthier than 17%. Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, I didn't know that. That's why I read these. Yeah. It's because little nuggets of wisdom like that would get overlooked otherwise. So what's the healthiest then? Like 6%? 6%. Zero. 
Zero percent. Zero is the the healthy body fat is poison. Yeah. Learning a lot. Well, you don't need body fat. No, no, no. I mean, there's really, if you think about it, there's no reason that humans have evolved to have body fat subcutaneous. There's no reason for that. It's just there because of uh, starting strength radio, I guess. Yeah, our ancestors definitely didn't have any body fat. Zero. I remember that. Mm Mm-hmm. Coaches like Kino Body can be 10% body fat and still be strong, so why can't you guys? Sounds like a lack of discipline to me. This is what passes for analysis in the comments from the haters. Thanks, right. Ludex. That's a We've learned a, today. Quite a uh, quite an addition to the Are you looking at Kino Body? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at this guy. Kino Body looks like he deadlifts 700. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, look at his legs. Look at his little legs. That's yeah, precious. Tiny little legs. I, I don't know who that is. He's a small guy. Yeah. I'm not interested. In He's a small guy. Not sure. Not interested. All right. Here's one from The Squat, Training the Elderly. Now, what was that? That's an old video. That was uh, O coaching a 70-something-year-old guy how to teach him how to squat. This guy That's old. dragged this up out yeah. of the... That is at least... Six years old, if not more. This is crazy. Why isn't your first thing to correct his form? <laughs> it's literally the whole video. <laughs> the whole video is correct. <laughs> the proper way to to get someone to do this flawlessly is to tell them to point their elbows straight down to the ground. Ah, what? There we go. I, I'm just reading the. Okay. Form is automatically perfect when you do this, and the movement line remains straight. Elbows pointing backwards leads to this horrible lean, ah. which, of course, puts stress on the low right. back. And yeah. stress on the low back is what we don't Especially want. for old guys. Especially for old guys. Can't do it, man. Well, that's good. So elbows down to the floor. How, how, how perfect every we'll time. try it. Perfect so squat every time. No, it's a, dead, a squat. A squat. Oh, I thought we were talking about deadlift. Try it, Rusty. I'm I'm so confused on these comments anymore. Well, it's just the the, the problem is is you've seen too many of them recently. Yeah, <laughs> and they've fogged your brain. Yeah, that's exactly it. Right. <laughs> okay, so anyway, <coughs> fucking god, that's over with. Uh, and this concludes another another episode of. Comments, comments from from the heaters. I think you're right. Now you notice we don't do these every time. Yeah. You know, like we have a guest or something, we don't write read comments from the haters because right. I don't want to insult them with uh, this kind of drivel. But you know, have a guest on, we get right to the guest. Yeah, it's it's a sign of maturity because we used don't to do it. Wait. Yeah, we used, we used to. to. You know, we used to, we'd have somebody sitting there at the desk, and we'd make them sit through the comments from the haters because we just didn't have a clear picture of what we were doing at the time. But now we do know. Right. We know. 200 episodes deep, and we know what the hell we're doing now. We're a mature. Yeah, buddy. We we're have, a mature podcast. We have matured. That's right. Like a mature squat. Yep. We now have a mature podcast. Right. All right. I feel, I feel like this is pretty mature. Well, maturity is something that everyone should strive toward. Sure, sure. 
you know. <laughs> the fuck is he doing? I'm trying to, get, I'm trying to understand the, the elbows squat. down. Elbows down. I don't understand. I don't know why you'd <laughs> assume there's something to understand. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't understand. If your elbows are pointing at the floor, <laughs> then you, you, your back angle's automatically vertical. Yeah, I don't <laughs> This is the kind of shit you hear. This Power, is the kind of shit you hear from it's people. Pa- it's powerlifting. That don't actually powerlifting coach and, the powerlifting and high school coaches yeah. are like throw the elbows forward. Like that. That's the only cue, the only instruction what, what, they get. I remember one meet I was. They at. actually say throw the. Elbows. Oh yeah, yeah, they want them yeah, to crank that. the fucking elbows under the bar. Yeah, I don't. How? <clears throat> I guess it yeah. adds to driving the bar. I don't know. One of my favorite um, powerlifting yeah. ones I heard at uh, a meet a couple years ago was be patient, <laughs> be patient with it. Be patient with the weight. Be patient with Be the patient weight. with it. In other words, move, move slower than you would normally Be move. patient with it. She's in the middle of the squat. Be patient with it. That's awesome. Well, you got to say something. <laughs> or you're not a coach, you know. Yeah, you uh, participate. You're not having some kind of asinine input. You're not really a coach. Most coaching is – most most competition coaching, and this applies to almost all competition, is, is not about actually helping the person win. Or get better. It's about just participating, just making noise, just participating in the person's right. performance. You know, like just my favorite shit. of all time, my absolute favorite coaching cue from a coach off the platform to a lifter on the platform. <laughs> my favorite is it stand up? Stand. <laughs> guy catches a guy catches a clean at the bottom. Stand up. Front squat. Stand. You got to remind him, yeah. right? It's just participation. Because if you hadn't said that. <laughs> stood right down there. He'd have still been there. Yeah, <laughs> right now. Because he's never actually stood up before, so <laughs> right. He doesn't know without you telling him. Yeah, what to actually do. Yeah, we took a bunch. Kind of doesn't it. reflect very well on your coaching previous to the meet. Oh, that's, that's no shit. Yeah, it's just an extension of how shitty the coaching is the other times. Yep. We took a bunch of people down to a, a tournament, a jiu-jitsu tournament last weekend. And, uh, God damn, you should see this. You should see the – I mean, it, it, it just, it's just worse they and worse saying, every time. Were the coaches saying, fight! <laughs> uh, basically, but just over and over and over and over and over again as loud as they can. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no, there's no coaching going on. The, the guy is just sitting here next to the table yelling – Shit! What, just what, yelling, what is he yelling? Like, just yell, just telling them. Use what your do. hands. Yeah, just telling them what to do. Telling them Feet. positions. <laughs> there's first of all, there's no way the person can can follow what they're saying. Of course not. And uh, and and really, they're mm-hmm. just participating. You know, they're just yeah, they're just making themselves look like that's what coaches do. <clears throat> so that's helpful. what they do. They just that's what coaches do. So they do that. Right. 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 Yeah. It's awesome. Well, it's good to know it's not just weightlifting. Yeah, it's not. It's not, and the the good thing about weightlifting and powerlifting, it's like you're only on the platform for a minute, you know. Right. <laughs> you it's five to five minutes shit. of this asshole just yelling. <laughs> uh, I wonder what professional wrestling coaches say. <laughs> Nothing. I think it's all pre. Suplex. <laughs> I guess I don't know. <laughs> meaningless terms. Like. God. All right. So anyway. Let's get on with the show here, shall we? All right. So today, this is what I thought we'd talk about. We had never actually talked about this. Amazingly enough, here we are more than 200 episodes deep, and we have not talked about the seminar in detail. 
we have not actually had an episode dedicated to the starting strength seminar. Now, <clears throat> starting strength seminars are our little educational product. And at this point in time, since we're in the middle of the worst business environment in the history of the United States, uh, to no fault of our own, uh, we are doing a seminar in Wichita Falls every other month. So it's February, April, June, September. August. No, August, June, August, October, October December. and <clears throat> December. Yep. Those are the seminar days, seminar months. And we're going to – we do these things uh, on a regular basis. And what we go through is a, a complete presentation of the starting strength method. Now – the seminar starts Friday afternoon at 5 o'clock and continues till 9 o'clock that night. There are three separate lectures on Friday night. And we're going to go over all of this stuff in detail. Saturday morning, we start back at 8 o'clock. And we, we have uh, a lecture about the squat for about two and a half hours. We talk about the squat. And then we squat. And then we break for lunch. And then we come back and we have a video lecture, video-based lecture about the bar being pulled off the floor. And then we deadlift. And after we get through deadlifting, we bench press. And then we're through. And then we end up about 8 o'clock that night. So it's a long, horrible day. It's 12 hours of 12 contact hours. Actually, it'll be 11 because we do take lunch. Yeah. 11 contact hours on Saturday. Sunday morning, we start back at 8 o'clock, and we start with the power clean. And we power clean till about 11.30, and then we will uh, take a short break, and then we'll press. And we press till about 1, 1.30, and then we take lunch again. And we come back. And then we have a big, long lecture about programming. And... The programming lecture tells you guys how to how to put stuff together uh, from the previous material into how to organize your training. And then we have the world-famous Q&A, starting about 4.30 or 5 o'clock, continuing to 7 o'clock, and then we're through. So what we thought we would do today is go through the whole seminar a piece at a time and kind of tell you exactly what the hell is going on. And what we do at the seminar and how we uh, address the material and and let you in on kind of a exactly what to expect when you show up for the seminar. Rip, I think I the think, f first thing to make real clear, because right. a lot of people still are confused about this, but the... the uh, and people even refer to the seminar as a coaching seminar. It's not absolutely 100% not a coaching no. seminar. The Starting Strength Seminar is the pre full presentation of the Starting Strength Method, um, along with a whole bunch of, of coaching where you're going to be coached right. on the platform and you're going to learn how to do the lifts. Um, so the seminar is intended for anyone who is interested in that, learning starting strength. Absolutely true. We Now, we it just so happens that if you opt in for the – starting strength coach certification you tell us that you'd like to be examined for the certification of starting strength coach the seminars where we do that okay but there is never 
a seminar where most of the people opt in. Most people at the seminar are there to learn the method, not be evaluated on their competency in the method. Right. In fact, most people who successfully <coughs> complete the certification have been to more than one seminar because we've always you know, advised you come once, learn what the hell's going on, you know, get used to the idea of coaching a lifter you don't know in front of somebody judging your ability to coach because that's what goes on when you opt in. And then, you know, get used to that idea, do it once, and then schedule another one after you've read that book another couple of times, come back and then, and then take the test. But the, the seminar is not designed for people taking the test. Right. The seminar is designed for people that don't know what the hell's going on and to explain to them what the hell's going on. Or, or, a, a, or people who have just been doing it uh, on their own, following the videos, following the podcast, and want right. you know, to. Uh, the, uh, probably the coolest thing about the seminar, because honestly, it's a lot. You know, you're, I, I don't know how coming to this thing one time, if you leave the seminar, I don't know how much you can actually retain. I remember having pages and pages of notes that I it's, had to go over. It's 23 <clears throat> contact hours. Yeah, which is great. You know, This it's, is a long, it's a grueling lot. seminar. There's not another anything like it in the industry. Yeah, but but you do get to get some of the, uh, the, the best coaches in the system. Uh, a lot of them are gym owners, affiliate gym owners. Um, you get to hang out and see Rip, um, and you get to hang out in uh, Wichita Falls Athletic Club, which is all – pretty pretty damn cool if you're a fan of the method you know <clears throat> you'd see the history and all that stuff and the q a right because uh, and the q a at this point you're not doing any uh traveling and stuff or occasional gym openings right occasional but, gym openings but i'm not going to get on a commercial airplane right <clears throat> ever again and and people seem to enjoy coming to wichita falls to do this seminar it's a good time they yeah. seem to enjoy us doing it in our gym right and it's uh you know we've been busy everybody seems to have a positive uh impression of of the way we do it at the gym we don't have to worry about equipment we don't have to worry about space we don't have to worry about chairs we don't have to move things around everything's already in place the whole facility the 8100 square foot facility is set up to do this seminar that's what we've designed the gym for at this point and uh, I don't see us taking the thing back on the road. I just I don't see the point. There's probably no need to, yeah. I don't I don't see the point. And it, most people fly in to DFW, although they could probably fly into Oklahoma City. But DFW is the hub <laughs> for American Airlines, and uh, Oklahoma City is so much easier to get to. It is. God. It's a much easier airport. There's Gosh. no doubt about it. And the road, but, the road there's better. They're not connected to everything. That sucks. The road, it's a, it's a fast. It's about an hour and a half to drive from easy Oklahoma drive. City. It's easy drive. No, Falls. no traffic. Easy drive. But Dallas is only an hour and forty-five minutes. Yeah, right. If you're actually going the speed limit, which I don't know about you, but I, I don't. I had to make the. I'm not going to do it. I had to make an Oklahoma City drive and a Dallas drive this last week. And uh, that Oklahoma City drive is so much better. Oklahoma City is just a straight shot. God, Nobody so on the highway. Yeah. There's three toll booths and that's, stuff. That's annoying. That, you know, it's, yeah. 
What are you going to do? Yeah, uh, you know, they, Oklahoma they, needs the money. They changed all, <laughs> out, they changed out the toll booths now. It's all fast pass stuff. Yeah, it's all fast pass. You don't have to stop. Don't have to slow down. Yeah. Yep. You know, and if they if you don't have a fast pass or toll ticket or whatever they call that, they just take a picture of your drivers of your of your car tags and send you a bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you uh, can either pay it or not. Or not. <laughs> I, guess. I don't. Wonder what they do if you don't pay their little. They just keep sending you more, and the price goes up. The price goes up. Yeah. That's all. Until finally, they own your house, yeah. right? Is that how that eventually works? Okay. So anyway, that's kind of the overview of the of the of the situation. We're uh, the, the idea behind the seminar is that we introduce you first to the theoretical underpinnings of the method. And then, starting Saturday morning, we introduce you to the specifics of each of the five lifts that we do over the weekend. And uh, Friday night is the is the where we build the case for the for the method. All right. So what we do starting at five o'clock is we kind of give you an overview of the of the schedule so you'll know what to expect if you hadn't been to the seminar before although you know we're running about uh at this point in time we're running about one third of uh people at the seminar have already been to one right uh maybe yeah i think it's maybe it's it's probably a third yeah depending on the weekend A third of the people we recognize when they uh, right. when they show up. Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of people coming from yeah. the gyms now too, from the uh, coach prep course and apprenticeships mm-hmm. and stuff. Right. So we're we're you know we're we're seeing a lot of repetition of this thing. People coming two or three times because, granted, it's a hell of a bunch of material. A hell of a bunch of material to absorb the first time. You know, it's a very very dense presentation and uh i think you probably need to see it twice before you really got a handle on the all of the stuff being presented at the seminar most people are not gonna be able to to comprehend everything we're telling them because it's just thrown at you fast fast, yeah. fast, fast. <clears throat> so oh, if not more i mean every 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 coach we've ever had come through who uh has to take the seminar a second time uh, because they failed the platform or something, always says that they've learned a lot more the second time. And even yeah. even uh, I remember as a as a staff coach, you know, the second time, third time, fourth time, it's like shit, man. There's just more stuff you pick up every single time. It's uh, it's a rather <clears throat> dense exposure to a whole bunch of material. Yeah, it's a lot. Whole bunch of material. And uh, we start at five o'clock on Friday afternoon. Everybody, we start right at five o'clock. And first thing we do is go through the schedule. And uh, then we tell you about uh, uh, whether you know, we, we talk to you about the coaching evaluation, whether you want to opt in or not. And you have the opportunity to opt in for the coaching evaluation at 6 o'clock at the conclusion of the first lecture. All right. Now, we typically get started with the first lecture 15, 20 after 5, after we thoroughly discussed the the proceedings of the weekend and the first lecture is coaching what does a coach do 
And uh, this is pretty much pulled straight from the blue book, but there's some other stuff that we synthesize. There's always things in the seminar that are not in the book. And if you've somehow managed to memorize the blue book, you're still going to learn some stuff. And we talk about coaching, the process of coaching, how it's accomplished. The reason, and the reason, it's not only, you know, again, we just got through saying this isn't a coaching seminar, but the, the reason the coaching uh, lecture is valuable and important <clears throat> is because, first, it introduces everybody in the room to the idea of what a first principle is, what, a, what the uh, fundamental concepts are behind the program, and the idea that all those concepts are going to be integrated into a model. So that's where we introduce the idea of a model, which then you go on to expand upon for a couple of hours afterwards. So The, the, co- the first lecture is kind of an introduction to it, – it's an introduction into, the, into the, the processes by which we have organized the rest of the weekend. Yeah. And not only that, you know, the, the, one of the points that I've been bringing up is that when you are uh, a lifter – by yourself now there's some aspects of coaching that you you're not going to do because you don't have real-time feedback but um when you it's it's important for you to understand the process of coaching because if you're lifting on your own maybe watching your own videos occasionally getting form checks you're you're going through this process of coaching so you need to understand the relationship between you under the bar your perception or your idea of what the model is and gradually move yourself closer and closer to that model. So there's two things going on. You have to refine your understanding of the model, even as a lifter, not even just for coaches, but for, uh, as a lifter, you need to continually refine your understanding of the model. And also you're, you're picking up some, some, uh, some tools, some cues, some things to think about to help you under the bar by yourself. So again, it's, uh, it, it applies to lifters who, who uh, aren't coaches themselves, right? I want to point out right now in the front of this discussion that every one of these seminars we do is a little bit different. Uh, we, none of us doing the lectures work off of a slideshow. None of us work off of a presentation. All of us are familiar enough with this material to where we're giving it to you off the top of our heads. And as a result, we think of new things every time we do the seminar. No, none of the seminars are exactly like any of the other seminars. Material's got a little bit different twist every single time. And this is why people keep coming back and doing the seminar multiple times because they know they're going to learn something they didn't have presented to them previously. And, you know, we've over the years that we've done this, we've accumulated more and more and more material to the point which, the point at which we are pressed for time. There's 23 contact hours in this seminar. And that's really not enough there's some stuff we have to leave out you know that we could talk about and uh, we get to most of it but it's a little bit different every single time because we're not working off of a canned presentation every one of the lectures is hell i barely use the chalkboard i might write a few things on the chalkboard but it's all off the top of my head when nick does a lecture he tends to use the board a little bit more than i do but uh the, the none of this 
is reading slides to you. I know you've been to conferences where the presenters had a slideshow, and they just read you the slides. It's the worst. It's absolutely a waste of time. We are not going to do that to you. You're going to pay us good money, and you're going to get a hell of an educational product uh, at a level of quality that you will not experience anywhere else in this this industry. And... uh, you know, all of all of the lecturers know what we're talking about. We all know intimately everything that we're telling you. We know five times that much. And there's just, you know, we've had to figure out a way to cram all of this stuff into a limited amount of time. And uh, and it's uh, it, it's it's quite an experience. I've never had anyone in the in the how many years we've been doing this now 07 through 07 to to, 9 was crossfit right yeah but it was it was the first version of the first version of the material right and we've been doing it on our own now for this is the beginning of the 13th year yep and uh with those two previous that's 15 (laughs) years worth of worth of material the 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 seminar is a little bit different every single time definitely enough because that... we don't work off of a pre-written script yeah we we learn from our own presentation every time we do one and every time we do this it's a little bit different in terms of the way we explain the the mechanics and the physics behind what we're trying to do and in terms of our ability to explain to you what you should be doing to execute these movements it's always a little bit different because we're learning at the same time you are we learn from our presentations just like you do we're just ahead of you and you're doing this, but everybody's going up, see? And, I, you know, I can't emphasize enough how um, important this exchange between us as the teaching staff and you as the people who are absorbing this is. Uh, we are um, we're indeed fortunate to be in a situation where we learn from you just like you learn from us. And that's what's driven the progress of this seminar material over the 15 years we've been doing it. Every time we present the this, this seminar, it's a little bit different than it was the last time. Yeah, in terms of the – and it's enough that people who come um, – like for example, the starting strength coaches come and audit every couple of years. They, uh, they'll, they'll regularly come up and tell me that, uh, that it's – the same but it's different that it's smoother it's more well presented it's more um efficient i don't know you know it, the people will say various things but that's always the goal right is to get the get right. the material out in a way that's more easily understood by more people <clears throat> and that makes the most sense yeah so we approach this thing from the um it's not really a discussion but but that's that's the intent right is is in other words you know, you, you'll go to a, a, a conference or a or a seminar, and there'll be somebody. Uh, this is this is technical material. I mean, we're we're presenting technical material. Yeah. Um, and almost anything that you can do, that 
approaches a topic at this level will involve a whole bunch of fucking slides, a whole bunch of visual aids, and lots of citations of studies and various things, and it's boring as fuck. Nobody learns like that. Nobody learns anything that way, right? Um, I mean, we don't cite a single study in the entire weekend because, and and here, now, now hold on, that's not because we're um, anti-science or whatever the fuck, it's because we are approaching this problem from uh, first principles and from and from a logical analysis. Right? Right. So what that means is that everybody in the room... Yeah, we don't should, have a citation for gravity. Right, exactly. Everybody in you the know. room should be able to follow the logic that we are presenting. Right. And without, without relying on authority. That's right. Without relying on our authority, exactly without right. relying on anyone's yeah. authority, if you, we are explaining this from first principles. Yeah, here are the fundamental concepts. Here's how we've arranged them and integrated them in our explanation. Do you agree that this makes sense? And that's that's the theme of the whole sem- seminar. You know, do you agree that this makes sense? If you don't agree, let's talk about it. And right. you know, occasionally you'll have one or two people who are diehard ingrained in their thing, and you'll have some discussion with them. But you know, the, you you can get. Uh, you can get a agreement from everybody in the room, and that's that's a good thing. You know, it's uh, uh, if we can we can all engage in this in a um, in a back and forth because we approach it that way. When you have some asshole standing in the front of the room with a PowerPoint just throwing facts and citations at you, like what are you gonna what are you gonna say? Like how do you, how do you have a discussion about that? Can you imagine a more useless waste of electricity than a PowerPoint slide with a publication citation underneath? Right. It? Why is that there? Yeah. To make you look authoritative? Yeah. Well, exactly. that's the, all it could be exactly because right. what makes us look authoritative when we do this seminar is the fact that what we just told you makes perfect logical sense to you. Right. And that's that's the, the basis from which this whole in, entire thing proceeds. Yeah. Does I mean, it make how many, perfect logical sense? How many times have you heard an engineer or a, uh, you know, uh, somebody with a technical background, and it, I've heard this a bunch, but how many times do you remember hearing somebody say, man, I wish I, I wish I had learned physics this way in high school or whatever, you know? Because it's just, because yeah. um, it, 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 it forces us to take this technical material and present it in a way that makes sense to everybody. Right. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And you can stand that up against anybody else's explanation, down to the most most technically proficient person in the room. I'm in the middle of the preparation of an article right now. And how we may have published it by the time you hear this podcast about uh, power clean versus the deadlift. And uh, I, I got through with the first draft of that thing. And. I started looking at it, and I read over it, and I added some stuff, and I read over it, and added some stuff, and the damn thing's twice as long now as it was. And I think it is a pretty damn good explanation of the difference between a deadlift and a power clean. And it deals with all the physics in an understandable way, all the mechanics in an understandable way, all the anatomy in an understandable way. And... We run the seminar the same exact way. We do not shy away from all the physical topics that are required to defend and present our version of why we clean the way we do. And I will, I will, I defy anyone to tell us that we are wrong about the physical analysis of any one of the five lifts we we present during this weekend seminar 
you know, I, you, you, you can't do it. This has already been, this has been vetted real thoroughly. And, uh, and, and Friday night is the, is the theoretical basis of all of this stuff. So we, we go through the teaching method, why we coach the way we coach and what coaching is and all this stuff is an introductory lecture. The first rattle out of the box Friday night, we're going to be coaching you all weekend. You're going to be coaching people when you get home. So this is what it means. This is what coaching is. This is how it's accomplished. And then we'll take a break about 6 o'clock. Then we come back, and I start talking, and I'll talk for two hours and probably 15 minutes about what do we call that lecture? What is just basic starting strength stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And I will uh, I'll start off by uh, – talking about what strength actually is and what training actually is and uh, you know I'm going to add some stuff this next time that I haven't put in about the about the lifts every one of these presentations is a little tiny bit different and it evolves over time and if you haven't been to the seminar in four or five years this you will not recognize the thing as the same thing you've already seen you won't recognize it it changes all the time it's a it's a it's evolution in in progress and we change these things up and for so for two hours and 15 minutes i will talk about the basic stuff on which this is all organized what is strength what's the difference between strength and power uh, how muscles function, how the neuromuscular system works, all this sort of. What what else do I talk about during the during um, the six o'clock lecture? It's uh, it's it, it's two and a half hours, and I don't stop talking for two and a half hours. Yeah, it's just it's and, it's how everything it's how everything works. Uh, you know, it, it's what is strength, and then how, how does everything work in terms of producing strength you know how the muscles work how the uh, system of levers in your body operates mm-hmm. um, strength and how it relates to performance you know mostly talking about power and then you touch on the uh, the other aspects of performance um, yeah that's I mean, just those two are, and a half hour those two, are the three, hour and 15 minute lecture and those are the uh, three those are the three main main topics i don't think anybody even gets up to go pee during this lecture because it's it's, I think it's a pretty interesting lecture. And if it's the first time you've ever heard uh, us talk about this stuff, uh, it's a pretty compelling argument for why you should have done it before. Right. My favorite you know, thing about that lecture is it gives you two and a half hours, your opportunity to just get it all out, and then we can, uh, you know, uh, your all your all your favorite pet topics too about coaching and power and all that shit you get it all out there right at the beginning mm-hmm. and then uh and it and it uh it it makes the other lectures go a little bit smoother because you can focus on the squat and the deadlift and right. shit like that you know because you get to talk about the vertical jump and power and natural athletes and all of that all that shit there's several several topics right it's a, it's a very broad discussion and it's uh, it's the underpinnings of the rest of the of the seminar and then we will uh oh it ends up being about eight fifteen. uh we'll stop everybody gets to go pee and then we'll come back and we'll talk about 
the <laughs> physics of uh, of the movements and an analysis of the human body in motion and and uh, oh, we've been letting Phil Meggers do that. He's got a good, strong science well, background, around, yeah. and he does an excellent job with that lecture. Yep. And uh, so by nine o'clock, when he gets through, we have provided the theoretical basis for everything that happens during the seminar that weekend all right and then we pick up saturday morning at eight o'clock with the specifics of the lifts we start talking about each one of the lifts there is a separate lecture on each of the five lifts the squat the deadlift the bench press the power clean and the press in that order starting Saturday morning at 8 o'clock. And uh, the squat lecture, for example, Saturday morning is two and a half hours. A two and a half hour examination of the squat, which most books spend about a page describing. <laughs> Throw your elbows forward, man. Hey, man, <laughs> elbows point, forward. Point them down at the floor. That's how you squat. <laughs> I, you know, it's bizarre. <laughs> bizarre but that's 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 the level of understanding and we provide a, a we provide an incontrovertible argument for doing it the way we do all right you want to argue with us about that come to the seminar you know what if you think you have an argument against our way of doing the squat you come to the seminar and if you can prove us wrong I'll give you your fucking money back. How about that? Is that a reasonable guarantee, you think? Sure, yeah. You come to the seminar, you tell us why you want to look up the ceiling and lean backwards and all this other shit with your elbows down and stuff, you know, <laughs> cut the bar, cut it off like four inches high, and you can demonstrate that you're right about that. I'll give you your money back. How about that? You think that's reasonable? Yeah. You think anybody will do it? No. No. No, I don't think they will. Either. Right. But, you know, maybe we'll hear somebody. Maybe we'll hear from somebody that has decided they will. And and your your opportunity to provide evidence for why we are wrong about it will take place, for example, on the squat, will take place at the start of the deadlift lecture after lunch on Saturday. We'll take, you know. 15 minutes, whatever you think you need, you you to tell me why I'm wrong about that analysis. Yeah. I think that's reasonable. And then if you if, if we're wrong, we'll just stop the seminar because, you know, how could you trust anything Just let them take over. Say? Just let them take <laughs> just over. Let, let, them, let, let them do the seminar. Fix everything. Let them fix take everything. Over. Right. Yeah. Because if you're wrong about the squat, you're probably right. wrong you're about everything. You're wrong about everything, everything else, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, that's absolutely true. The problem is, is we use too much back in the squat. Yeah, yeah, we yeah too much back. <laughs> it's not a back exercise. No, it's not a back. It's exercise. a quad exercise. It's a quad exercise. It's for quads, <laughs> right? So uh, anyway, we get back from lunch Saturday, and we then we start talking about the pull. We have a uh, th this is about a two hour lecture based on a bunch of videos, and y you know it it is kind of weird that. Um, only 
the deadlift is the one we use this video presentation to show. But it's just evolved that way over the years. We've never done a bunch of videos on the squat. We illustrate squats and stuff on the on the whiteboard and do what drawings we need and everything and just explain it like that. And then we go out and squat. But when we get through with lunch on Saturday at noon, then we come back and we sit down and talk about the pull. We'll start off with a couple of things about the squat on the video presentation, then they get right into the deadlift. And we talk about how the human body pulls the barbell off of the floor and all of the physics of that that are presented in the book. This basically is a recap of the, the pulling section of the book. And we will spend quite a bit of time on that. And we back all of this stuff up with video and do our explanations of all of the technical reasons we tell you to deadlift the way we do and demonstrate conclusively that this is this is the right way to do this and you know uh i think that uh has anybody ever presented a decent argument against our model of the pool oh i don't know <clears throat> uh, yeah i don't i don't, I don't remember one yeah i don't have any idea I mean, we're just, what we have done is we've analyzed a whole bunch of deadlifts. And when you analyze lots and lots and lots of heavy deadlifts, what you will see is that everybody pulls the barbell off of the floor the same way. Everybody starts the pull from the same position. Everybody pulls the bar off the floor in the same way. And what we have done is explain why the human body pulls it off the floor that way nobody else has done this and now that we know how the human body pulls the bar up off of the floor we know exactly what to coach because this is the way it's going to happen it's the way it happens for everybody all right and it doesn't it doesn't depend on your particular proportions your anthropometry everybody pulls when all of that stuff is taken into account everybody pulls the bar off the floor exactly the same way so we teach you how to do it that way which is basically the way you were going to have to do it anyway once it got heavy enough right so we're just saving you a bunch of time okay the video works well uh, for the pulls, where it doesn't work as well for the for the squats or any really anything else because the the pulls are generally slower. Um, it's easier because of the limitations of the positioning because you have a bar in front of your shins. It's easier right. for people to see what you're trying to show them. I, I can show people, and we do this at, at some of the other camps, like the self sufficient lifter camp, where I mean we've spent the entire morning talking about the landmarks and the highlights for the squat. And then we'll go to the video, and, and I can just see in people's faces they, they just can't fucking see it, um, and and that's just right. that's just true because people don't have a developed eye. But with the pull, there's very clear landmarks. There are fewer there's degrees of freedom in the pull very than few there degrees are of freedom. in the squat, and and it's slower. It's much easier to see what what you're trying to explain, and, right. and nobody gets lost on the on the pull thing. No, um, it's it's real obvious once you've seen a few videos of the deadlift that the deadlift is. The same for everybody. Well, and it's the only lift that we can boil down to five steps. You can't yes. do that with the end of the lift. It's uh, it's 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 easy to understand the way we explain it. Yeah. You you know your knees can't go forward. Mm -hmm. Your knees are in the same place. Your shins at the same angle. 
if the, if there's enough weight on the bar, then you're going to pull it off the floor this way. Right. And what's interesting is, is that explanation carries over to the next morning when we teach you how to power clean. Because <laughs> the pull off the floor is a pull off the floor. And there are physical and uh, biometric reasons why this is the case. And we developed that argument during the pull lecture on the deadlift lecture on Saturday afternoon. And then we go out and we deadlift. And by the time we have done the third set of deadlifts, everybody understands that we're all doing the same damn thing, even though it may look a little different because of differences in anthropometry. We are all pulling the bar off the ground the same way. And we teach you how to pull it off the ground the same way, that on 135 as your work set. Because we have analyzed the pull, and we, we know how to teach you how to do it. Everybody is doing a correct deadlift in about 30 minutes. And it's a, it's a very valuable way to spend time learning how to lift weights. And then we, you know, we'll do five sets of five deadlifts. And by the fifth set, everybody's doing a correct heavy deadlift. Way less time, way less uh, thinking than the squat. It's much quicker. Much easier lift to yep. execute. Of all of the lifts we do during the weekend, the squat is by far the most complicated. Yes, more complicated than the clean. The squat is more complicated than the clean. There are more variables for you to do wrong in the squat than there are in the clean because, again, the clean starts – as a pull off the floor, which removes a couple of degrees of freedom from the movement pattern, just by virtue of the fact that you can't pull it off the floor but one way. And you can't pull it off the floor wrong, but if you're pulling it off the floor correctly, there's one way to do it. And we demonstrate all of that. That demonstration of the deadlift pulling off the floor carries over to the power clean Sunday morning. And we, we demonstrate all this to you conclusively. And we realize that there's, you know, differences of opinion on this. But you have to realize that we know about the differences of opinion, and we've taken them all into account. And we're right. Can you hear them howling now? <laughs> Well, you'd have to come up with a better explanation. You'd have to come up with a better explanation. Nobody has. Yet to hear it. It matters how the bar comes off the floor for several very, very important reasons. You don't pull the bar off the ground with your ass down low because you can't. If there's enough weight on the bar, you can't. And, yeah, you can, you can do a clean off the floor more wrong than you can do a head heavy deadlift off the floor but that's because there's 60 percent of the weight on a clean 65 percent of the weight on the clean than there is on on a deadlift the most efficient way to pull the bar off the floor whether it's a clean or a deadlift is the way you pull a deadlift off the floor and that's and we start with that and we immediately solve lots and lots and lots of problems doing it that way Okay, so then, once we get through with the deadlift, we'll take a little break, then we bench press. 
and we talk you talk to you about the bench press and how the bench press is actually executed and all the important details of the bench press technique and then we'll bench press and we get through eight o'clock on saturday night and it's been a long horrible day a long horrible day that challenges your ability to pay attention we recommend that you bring caffeine or crystal meth or whatever it takes yeah, to keep your ass takes. awake yeah you know and uh, i remember the first uh, seminar i did um had a bunch of friends in town uh, mick was in town um from australia and uh we had grand plans about going out and drinking saturday night and <laughs> <laughs> and then and then it rolled around and i'm like that ain't happening man <laughs> no, no, you, can't. you go out saturday night eat dinner have a couple of beers and go home yeah. and go to bed because you've got to get up and be lucid mm-hmm. at eight o'clock sunday morning. Oh, no, i'm just too wore out yeah wore out yeah, yeah it's, a long it's a day. it's a long grueling ass weekend there's no doubt about it but that's the that's how you know it was worth the money right right that's how you know it was worth the money now sunday morning we start back with the clean we go right into the clean we don't have a lecture in front of the clean we do uh we take a a volunteer from the audience and and the we break the clean into three instructional phases so we're going to do the first phase and we're going to explain why and how the clean actually works and the first part of the clean is we're going to show you how to rack the bar on your shoulders i'm going to show you how the bar is accelerated upward and how, how it lands on your shoulders and how you rack the bar and then we're going to do that part of the clean in our groups we break up into groups we go to the platform groups and you're going to be coached on the first teaching phase of the of the clean and then when everybody's through with that we'll come back into uh lecture and we will demonstrate the second part of the clean which is taking the the bar from the top part of the rack position the top part of the pull down to the floor and we'll do that in three steps and then at the end of that you will be pulling the bar off of the floor and racking it on the shoulders and we break up into our groups and we show you that that we show you that everybody goes around the room and around the platform and does that phase of the of the clean instruction and when everybody gets through with that we come back in then we start putting weight on the bar and we have a little way we introduce weight into the into the clean and then we we break up into our groups and we stay in our groups and we will do six weighted loaded sets of cleans and we will do the sixth of those sets around the room and i forgot to mention this around uh, for the other two lifts on 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 sun on saturday this is this is real important i shouldn't have left this out and I hope you'll forgive me for having left this out. Every one of our lifts, we will go around the room. Now we don't do that on the on the on the bench press because it's just not that critical to do it on the bench press. But on the squat and the deadlift on Saturday, we will do all of our work except for the final set, and then everybody in the room will do a set of squats 
and a set of deadlifts while everybody else is watching. And we will critique the performance of the squat and the deadlift so that you can see how even though everybody looks different when they execute the movement pattern, they're all doing it the same way in terms of the general structure of the pull and the squat. And uh, this is one of the most fascinating, I can't believe I left this out, one one of the most useful parts of 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 the seminar is to demonstrate how everyone executes it the same way correctly, even though it looks different. Yeah, it's helpful for people to see even diff- different body sizes and types and, you know, just to see. And, and, and then also to see you coach other people right. um, outside of the group is very helpful, too. And how, in fact, it looks different, but in fact, it's being executed the same way. Right. Yep. That's, a, that's a terribly important part of the seminar. And then uh, at the end of the power clean, where we go around the room and demonstrate how complicated the power clean is but really how simple it is really honestly the power clean is not nearly as complicated as the squat right it's not as complicated a movement if you think it is then you're not squatting correctly that's all there is to it power clean is a piece of cake compared to the squat all right and then after that is concluded we will do the press and we take a little time to talk about the press, and then we'll go around the room and do the press. And then we'll break for lunch. On This is Sunday, and that usually ends up being about 1, 1.30 on Sunday afternoon. And we'll be gone for lunch for an hour. And we come back, and we have what then becomes the longest lecture of the weekend, which is the programming lecture. Now, we've never gotten through with that in, two, in less than two and a half hours. Uh, it's ever been done in less than two and a half hours. It's by far the longest lecture we do. And, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe the cleans about, I mean, the squats about the same length on Saturday morning, you think? Uh, yeah. It ends up being, yeah. we start the squat lecture at 8. The problem with the programming is people have way more questions. Yeah. You know, so that's that's what drags it out typically is the, the questions. So, yeah, you try to try to present it in a way that minimizes questions, and it goes. It typically goes much smoother, but inevitably, at the by the end, people will start the 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 programming lecture turns into the Q and A as people start asking mm-hmm. more specific questions about the right. situation. So that's almost every time I do it, that's what happens. People start asking, and, and I'm just like, "All right, it's time for the Q and A." You know, we just go to Q and A after that. So what we if we start at two o'clock Sunday afternoon with the with the uh, programming lecture we won't be ready to do the q a till 4 30. yeah usually it's more like 2 30 almost 3 we're starting the q a or the programming and then uh the q a starts at around 5 usually is how it goes right yep because we got breaks but you got breaks and stuff built in right so that it's it's a two and a half hour thing though right yeah and right. Um, <clears throat> a whole bunch of this is time to take real good notes we, we want you to take notes the whole weekend. Every one of the lectures is an opportunity for you to take a complete set of notes, and we encourage that. That's how you get your money's worth out of the seminar. All of this stuff is in the book, but your understanding of it at the, at the seminar is going to be more complete 
than you reading my prose out of the book because you have an opportunity to ask questions and clarify and get other people's opinions on this. And, and your set of notes starts Friday night at 5.20 and continues until we are through uh, Sunday at 7. Yep. Okay. And then after we are through with uh, the programming lecture, we'll take a little break, and then we we start our famous and highly entertaining question and answer session. And this will go for two hours at least. We'll get started early. We'll go from 4.30 to 7. And we go around the room, and we everybody asks us questions, and we'll – have time for three rounds of questions and we always advise you to have at least three questions ready and uh, what ends up happening during the Q&A is some people like to ask questions and some people don't we prompt you to ask questions so we want you to ask us you know to clarify the things that we may have presented to you that you don't exactly understand and and uh because if you haven't understood something, somebody else hadn't either. And it's a, it's a very valuable part of the time. And it's, you know, if I don't mind, I don't mind saying uh, myself that it is very entertaining. We have a good time during the Q&A. And you'll find that that is, in fact, the case. Uh, I mean, some of, the, some of the most, some of the most valuable time at the lecture is spent during the Q&A clarifying to you probably not the lecture material but how the method applies to your particular situation we help you think through that and why if you're just starting off you don't need to be using an advanced program you know yep Q&A is also when people ask all the off-topic questions too so that's probably the most entertaining part oh it's fun we talk about politics we talk about all kinds of stuff during q a we try to generally make everything topical as best we can but somebody asks us about the biden administration we don't mind talking about that either. right right <laughs> i don't know that voids our <coughs> 501c3 status or what oh i didn't know we had that well, we <laughs> now that you managed now that you mentioned it we don't <laughs> <coughs> and that's probably why okay so uh we start at five o'clock friday afternoon and we get through at seven o'clock on sunday seven o'clock sunday evening it is 23 contact hours it is a very thorough examination of all aspects of the method but it is by no means complete because we can't completely examine this method in 23 hours we have lots and lots and lots of experience between the coaching staff and myself we have decades of experience solving these kinds of problems and this is an introduction to the starting strength method and it provides a, a very good framework for you to understand 
the kind of the global aspects of the starting strength method. We are the only uh, method of strength training that starts with normal human movement and explains what normal human movement is, why is the squat performed the way the squat is performed, and then how to load it so that normal human movement gets stronger. And, I, you know, there's just not anybody else doing it the way we do it. And if you're interested in strength, this is not a bodybuilder. We are not talking about body parts. We are not talking about aesthetics. We are talking about strengthening normal human movement patterns in the most efficient possible way. And if you are a person who uses your body, and I hope you are, then you will benefit from the starting strength seminar it's a damn good time i mean if you're a fan of the method if you're a fan of what we do um it's it's uh <clears throat> I, I guess it you it's what we would consider the flagship product you know you come and uh meet everybody hang out get get uh a lot of really good coaching make friends make make new friends make professional acquaintances for sure you yeah, know for sure i mean yeah the friendship is the real goal here right Friendship is so important. <laughs> sure, Rusty. Well, I value that above all other things. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 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 on a personal note, I've 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 uh, been to countless of them at this point um, because I work there. But I've actually participated in two of them, and it, like you talked about earlier. You every time you go, you learn something new. Just sitting in the lectures, I learn something new. Um, so you know, and you like you said, we see people go to multiple of them because of that sure. very reason. Because not none of them are exactly like no. any of the other ones. Mm. There is new stuff every single time. If you've been to this two years ago, you need to come back because you're going to learn something. Yeah, you're going to learn something. It gives you an opportunity to turn things over in your head to have things clarified that you might not be perfectly clear on, uh, to contribute to the, to the mass of information that we've got. We learn, and this is terribly important. This is terribly important because this may be the only seminar on the surface of the earth where we learn from you. Mm-hmm. We learn from you because you ask good questions that we haven't heard before and it gives us an opportunity to rethink what we thought we knew and revise and improve our explanations of the things we do know right that happens every weekend we learn something from somebody in the seminar even even just in terms of how people receive the information that's because that that shifts over time you know because yes. 10 years 10 15 years ago it was uh it was a room full of crossfitters you know <clears throat> um now it's 
uh, th- then it was it was mostly filled with people who were starting strength fans and were online coaching clients and stuff like that. And now you know we're getting more and more people who have never even touched a barbell before just coming to this thing. So you're we get people every once in a while. We get people who have never lifted before. That's right. Who That's have right. heard that we show them how to lift and they wanted their first experience to be yeah. handled correctly. Yeah. That I don't like that. When they show up, I want them to have a conditioning base so that we don't ruin them Saturday for Sunday. Because <laughs> that, that can happen. We yeah. want you to sign up for our seminar from the basis of your own training and your analysis of where the holes are so that we can, we can help you when you get here. We can help you go back home with things fixed. If you show up with no experience, and that happens occasionally, then you're not going to get near as much out of it as if you had shown up with a problem to solve. Right. All right? Yep. And Because uh, we can help you solve these problems. We've seen them a hundred times. You're not going to have a problem we haven't fixed. Okay? So... Uh, you know, if, if this is uh, – if your strength training is of interest to you that you're doing it three days a week and you make time and you're devoting money and, and resources to its execution, then one of the best ways you can spend some more money is to come to Wichita Falls to a starting strength seminar. And uh, – uh, really, if you get through with this and you can look me straight in the eye and say, you know, I didn't get anything out of this at all, I'll give you your money back. But don't lie to me. <laughs> because I'll know. <laughs> I'll know whether you're doing that or not. So, what do you think, boys? I think you hit most of it. Most of it? Yeah, that was pretty good. It'd be impossible to hit all of it. Can't hit all of it. Can't hit all of it. But if you've never, haven't been to our seminar and you kind of wanted a, an overview of what takes place, that's the best we can do in a short period of time like this. Um, you read the book. Don't come to the seminar having not read the book. All right? That's the best advice I can give you. You don't need to come to the seminar having read practical programming. But don't come to the seminar having not read the blue book. You're not going to get near as much out of it if we have to introduce these ideas to you as opposed to clarifying the ideas about it that you have already developed from having read the book. That's a much more effective use of your time. If you're going to travel to Wichita Falls and spend $1,000 with us on this seminar, you're a fool if you don't buy the book and read the damn thing and start applying the principles to your own training as you understand them from your reading of the book. Because the book's pretty good, you know? (laughs) I think the book's pretty good. We've revised it multiple times over the years, and we've got that thing hammered out right now to where what you're going to learn from the book is going to help you without the seminar. You know, there are plenty of people who are training in a perfectly productive way with good technique on all of these exercises, only having read the book. 
But if you want more out of it than that, then you need to plan on coming to the seminar. They're in Wichita Falls. Right now, we're doing them every other month. But once, you know, if the the situation in the world returns to normal, we go back to doing them every month in Wichita Falls. Uh, Right now, everybody's What can you say? It's the new normal. You know, we the need new, the old normal back. The, the new normal is so fucked up. We need the old normal. But the old normal would would let us go back to one seminar a month, which we did for years. There was a time we were doing two a month. You remember that? We have done two a month. Now we were traveling all over the fucking we country, were, but we were traveling all over the country, and we're just not going to do that anymore. Yeah. We're just, you know, I'm too old for that. Nick's not interested. Nobody else is either, you know. But we're not gonna we're not gonna show up at some little half-ass CrossFit facility that actually does not have the equipment to carry on the seminar, like we used to do. Yeah, that's all. That's the problem. That's a, there's a no problem. reason to go anywhere. Camps are cramp, camps are great everywhere else, but there's no reason to do the full seminar when people people like coming here. People like yeah. coming here. We we can do set it up exactly it. in Wichita Falls, exactly like it needs to be done. Right, because we've designed the facility around the seminar. At this point, the facility in Wichita Falls is designed for the seminar, and nobody else's facility is designed like that. And it's it's big, it's spacious. We've got room. We've got expertise. We have coaching. We have everything you need for you to have the best physical training experience in the industry i promise you that's the case you there's not another seminar offered in the physical fitness industry that you will get as much out of as you get out of a starting strength seminar in wichita falls so that having been said i've got to pee real bad because i've been sitting here what hour and 15 minutes hour and 29 minutes hour and 29 minutes plus preamble stuff seems longer than that sitting here needing to pee so (laughs) so i guess we'll let you guys go but really seriously think about it you need to come to a seminar in wichita falls if your training means something to you i promise you that you will leave with a much better understanding of what you're supposed to be doing when you get back to your gym and your training will benefit promise thanks for watching we'll see you next time on starting strength radio